You're listening to The Living Word with Danny Hodges of Calvary Chapel Fellowship in St. Pete. Some people start out proud, and they just stay that way. And they end one day hitting the wall. Solomon's son Rehoboam did. King Herod of the New Testament, Acts chapter 12 did, etc., etc., etc. They just wouldn't listen. Here's the good news. Anyone, anyone, at any time can choose to humble themselves and find the blessing of God. Anyone, at any time, can choose to humble themselves, and they'll find the grace of God and the blessing of God. That's the right decision. What happens if you remain prideful in your ways, refusing to praise God for all that He's given you? In today's message, Pastor Danny shares some stories of prideful individuals found in the Bible and the consequences they ultimately faced in today's message. There's good news for the prideful. Anyone can choose to humble themselves and find the blessing of God. We serve an all-powerful God who opposes the proud. Don't you think it would be wise to exercise humility to the provider of all? Now here's Pastor Danny in the book of 1 Peter chapter 5 with today's edition of The Living Word. Daniel says to him in verse 27, Therefore, O king, be pleased to accept my advice. Renounce your sins by doing what is right and your wickedness by being kind to the oppressed. It may be that then your prosperity will continue. In other words, if you'll humble yourself, maybe you won't have to go this painful seven-year path if you'll just humble yourself. But Nebuchadnezzar does not listen. Verse 29, 12 months later, year later, As the king was walking on the roof of the royal palace of Babylon, he said, Is this not the great Babylon I have built as the royal residence by my mighty power and for the glory of my majesty? The words were still on his lips when a voice came from heaven. This is what is decreed for you, King Nebuchadnezzar. Your royal authority has been taken from you. You'll be driven away from people. You'll live with the wild animals. You'll eat grass like cattle. Seven times will pass by until you acknowledge that the Most High is sovereign over the kingdoms of men and gives them to anyone he wishes. Immediately, what had been said about Nebuchadnezzar was fulfilled. And he spent seven years living like an animal in the woods. And at the end of that time, Thank God he learned his lesson. And he finally humbled himself, or should I say, was humbled by the Lord. Here's his final statement. Verse 37. Now I, Nebuchadnezzar, praise and exalt and glorify the king of heaven because everything he does is right and all his ways are just. And those who walk in pride, he is able to humble. And he is. And he will. Stupid is as stupid does. Don't go that path. Some people who are prideful, thank God, make the right decision and humble themselves. Or by going the painful path, at least finally submit to the Lord and say, okay, God, I get it. Like old Neb, I get it. But here's the other side of the coin. Some people who are humble or have been humbled by God end up becoming prideful. First king of Israel, Saul 1 Samuel chapter 10 tells the story of Samuel coming to anoint Saul. But when they look for him to anoint him, they can't find him. He's hiding, which is interesting because once they find him and they bring him out, he's a head and shoulders taller than anybody else. He's an impressive guy. 
impressive young man. And all the people are impressed with him. But he's not impressed with himself. He's humble. But it didn't last very long. He takes the throne, and before very long, he's insubmissive and disobedient to the Lord. He begins taking steps on his own. Samuel goes to confront him. We have the record in 1 Samuel chapter 15, verse 12. Early in the morning, Samuel got up and went to meet Saul, but he was told, Saul has gone to Carmel. There he has set up a monument in his own honor. That's self-glory. That's drawing attention to self. Again, it's the exact opposite of biblical humility. He's confronted with his sin by Samuel. You know what he does? He first tries to blame the people. And then he makes excuses. And he lives the rest of his life as a prideful king. And he ends up destroyed, just like the proverb said. And he takes his two sons down with him on the battlefield. They all die the same day. Sad. Didn't have to happen. Another king who started out well, Second Chronicles chapter 26 by the way, when Samuel confronts Saul there in the chapter, chapter 15, he says, you were once small in your own eyes till you became king, till you became successful. Second Chronicles 26, Uzziah took the throne when he was just 16 years old. And it says, verse 5, he sought God during the days of Zechariah, who instructed him in the fear of God. And as long as he sought the Lord, God gave him success. Yeah, I mean, he gave him great success. And then years later, you read these sad words, verse 16, but after Uzziah became powerful, his pride led to his downfall. He goes into the temple with incense, and he's trying to do something uh, that only the priests are allowed to do. Eighty courageous priests confront him, but instead of humbling himself, he, in anger, begins to rage at them. And in the midst of his rant, Leprosy appears on his forehead because that's where his problem is. He's not thinking right. He becomes a leper. He ends, it up, he ends up excluded out of fellowship with the people of God. When he dies, he dies as a leper, and he's buried with a dishonorable burial. He started out good. He started out humble. But somewhere along the way, he became proudful, prideful, and it led to his downfall. Some people start out proud, and they just stay that way. And they end one day hitting the wall. Solomon's son Rehoboam did. King Herod of the New Testament, Acts chapter 12 did, etc., etc., etc. They just wouldn't listen. Here's the good news. Anyone, anyone, at any time can choose to humble themselves and find the blessing of God. Anyone, at any time, can choose to humble themselves, and they'll find the grace of God and the blessing of God. That's the right decision. Ahab, one of the most wicked kings in the Bible, came to a point where he humbled himself and God was gracious to him because of his humility. Thief on the cross, beginning with the other thief to hurl insults at Jesus as they hung there. But then one of those thieves humbled himself and turns to Jesus and said, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And I love what Jesus said, today you'll be with me in paradise. Biblical writings that um, didn't make it into what we call the canon of Scripture, those writings collectively are called the Apocrypha. 
The Apocrypha include, uh, includes one set of writings called the Acts of Peter. And it's the first writing to suggest that Peter died uh, by being hung on a cross upside down. Through the years, other church fathers uh, held that this was true. Origen, for example, wrote, and I quote, Peter was crucified at Rome with his head downwards as he had desired to suffer. Eventually, Michelangelo painted uh, into stone in a chapel at the Vatican uh, a painting of Peter being crucified upside down. So if it's true that he was crucified upside down, and it seems to be, uh, certainly that's the tradition, that Peter's final hope for exaltation, his entrance into glory came after one brief and one brief and humiliating moment of suffering. And here's what one commentator says about it. In the end, for the apostle Peter, heaven's inheritance was gained only after being crucified head downward upon the earth. Ironically, according to the Christian faith, the way up always comes by going down. And that's exactly what Jesus said. All those who exalt themselves will be humbled. And those who humble themselves will be exalted. I remember like it was yesterday, early on in my Christian life, through the Word of God and the illumination of the Spirit of God, God showed me how prideful I was. I was taken aback by it because I didn't, I didn't consider myself a, pr- a prideful person. I really didn't. And I was very proud of that. Proud of my humility. But God showed me, and I never saw it. I didn't see it. You know, other people may see it in us, and we don't see it in ourselves. And God has to, through his word, by the illumination of the Holy Spirit, reveal to us areas in our life that, that pride is the issue. Pride is the issue. And there's only one simple thing to do when God shows us that. Humble yourself. Humble yourself. You see, God tells us the truth, whether we want to hear it or not. Now, since God revealed that to me early on in my Christian life, have I been daily an example of humility? No, of course not. None of us have. That's because humility has to be maintained. How is humility maintained? By humbling ourselves again and again and again and again. The Apostle Peter's first letter encouraged the lives of believers spread far and wide, forced from their home due to their devotion to Jesus. Today, though you may not be facing the same kind of persecution, there will be people that oppose your message of hope. The enemy wants you to be silent, but your story and the grace of Jesus just can't be kept silent. Don't hide Jesus from people. Live Him out in your daily life and proclaim His praises wherever you go. Thanks for tuning in today for Pastor Danny's teaching on the Living Word. If you'd like to hear more of his messages from this series on the book of 1 Peter, visit ccfstpete.church. Feel free to download or share the teachings you find from the Living Word or visit our YouTube channel. 
There you can immerse yourself in our weekly services. We'd encourage you to subscribe to our YouTube channel too. That way you'll be notified as soon as we post anything new. If you're in the St. Petersburg area, we'd love to meet you. Join us at Calvary Chapel Fellowship on Saturday at 6 p.m. or Sunday at 9 or 11 a.m. for a time of worship and Bible study. Find out more about Calvary Chapel Fellowship at our website, ccfstpete.church. If you can't join us in person, we do offer a live stream of our weekend services. Just visit the website and click the link in the menu. Thanks for tuning in today to The Living Word.